Hey, this is David Dearman. I'm the pastor at Memphis Tabernacle, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope that this message inspires you and builds your faith. I hope that it gives you fresh insight and strength to see God move in your life. Enjoy the message. Psalm chapter 1 and verses 1 through 3. I've probably read this thousands of times in my life. But I want us to read it again fresh this morning because it's a brand new year. Okay, Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Would you look on the screens or look in your Bible? We're going to read out of the New King James Version this morning. And let's receive God's Word. Uh, Let me remind you, just because God's Word is spoken doesn't mean you receive it. That's why Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Jesus wasn't wasting his breath. When Jesus spoke to all the churches in the book of Revelation, he said, if you have an ear, let him hear. What he's saying is pay attention. Don't just come to church. Open your heart. Receive what the Lord's saying. Lord, we receive your word this morning. Let's let's read this out of Psalm 1. Read this out loud with me, would you? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Lord, I pray that as we open your word and read your word, on a fresh Sunday, January 2nd in 2022, I pray that your word would be alive in us, illuminated to us. Holy Spirit, show us your plan today in Jesus' name. And every one of us said amen today. Hey, this morning, I want to share with you this, how to have a blessed 2022. How many are note takers in here? Okay, good. If you're not, just do it now. Just write down at least the scriptures, at least the verses, because I'm going to give you some main points that I'm telling you. It's just straight out of the Word of God, okay? How to have a blessed 2022. And again, blessed is this. I'm going to define it this way. To be completely in the will of God and to completely walk out His plan for your life. That's the, that, it's not how much money. It's not how much Uh, How many friends? It's not if you get married and have three babies, right? It's to be completely in the will of God. That's, That's what blessing is, okay? So to be completely in the will of God and walk out his plan for your life. He says here, blessed is the man. Blessed, or we hear the word blessed or blessed is the man. There's two, you know, two ways of saying it. But when someone says, I'm blessed, how many would just say this morning in 2022, I'm blessed? Yeah. Blessed is the man, and he starts out by saying who doesn't do this. You know, he doesn't just say, someone say, I'm going to go to a a, a blessed conference to figure out how to get blessed. Well, he starts out by saying what not to do, (laughs) right? (laughs) So here's what not to do. He says, who walks not, who stands, or who, nor who sits. Notice it's a progression of walking, right? Someone who's walking, someone who's standing, and eventually someone who's sitting down, right? So what he's saying is the person is blessed if you don't walk with ungodly people. 
I think we could just probably just stop right there and say, okay, are you walking with ungodly people? I'm not talking about being around them. I don't think Christians should isolate themselves because we are the light of the world and light shines in darkness, right? But are you walking with them or are you walking with them? Are you walking in their counsel? Are you finding out, well, you know, they, they, they're really good at this and they're really good at that, so I'm trying to find out what they would do. Well, if you find out what they will do, ultimately you'll get their results, Right? Well, I want their results. You don't in every way, not if they're not godly. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners. What are sinners doing? They're sinning. So you don't stand in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. What is, what is the scornful? It's people who have commentary about others. People who are degrading and putting down other people. People who are scorning and scoffing. Do you know there's scorners and scoffers outside of the church, in the church? People who call themselves believers, people who are not, but they're scorners, right? But he says here, blessed, you'll be blessed if you don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, stand in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Now, let me just tell you at the beginning of this year, just let me teach you something here uh, again. Uh, when I'm talking, like when I'm saying something, don't just listen to my words. Don't be limited to my words. In this room, God dwells. In this room, the Holy Spirit, the teacher of the church, live. He, he's here. He dwells. He's, he's in this place. And so as I'm talking, he's going to talk and speak to you. Don't listen to my words. Listen to his words. In other words, listen to the words behind the words, right? So as I'm talking about the counsel, I'm just reading from the anointed word of God. The, walk in the counsel of the ungodly. You may hear something in your heart or catch something like, yeah, that, that's this. Well, and you may think, well, I'm not going to listen. No, if that's the Holy Spirit talking to you, then take that and say, uh-uh-uh. So many times when I'm reading the word or listening to the word or around uh, uh, just in life and I'm listening to the Lord on the inside, I have to pull out my phone and open up my task list and tell myself, do this. Why? Because what I'm doing is I'm doing actions that follow the direction that I'm getting on the inside. Do you know it's not enough to listen to the Lord? They say, listening to the Lord is the key of life. That's not true. Obeying. What you hear is the key. Because when he talked about it in Luke chapter 6, one built the house on a rock and one built the house on the sand. Do you know both of them listened to the word of the Lord, but one followed through and obeyed and one didn't? And the one that didn't built this house on the sand. So you say, what, God? <laughs> in fact, he starts out that in Luke chapter 6 by saying, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do? You heard me. <laughs> if you've had kids, you understand this, right? Did you hear what I said? Yeah, I heard you. Did you do it? No, but I heard you. Hearing the Lord's not enough. Hearing the Lord's not enough. Obeying the Lord is what matters. So as we're opening the word of God this year, as we're opening the word of God today, listen to the Lord and then write down what you're, how you're supposed to follow through on that. So again, read it with me. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, read this with me, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. What's the law of the Lord? It's the word of God. 
When this was written, they didn't have New Testament, Old Testament, and all of what we know as the Holy Bible. But he's saying his delight is in the written word of God, is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates. Notice his delight, his delight. What does his delight mean, just to break it down? Well, his delight would be like someone would say, hey, the new, new, new Netflix, Netflix season came out on such and such series. You know what I mean? Hey, it just came out. Cobra Kai just came out, season four. Just came out. I'm going to watch that. How many seasons are on there? Or how many are this? What are they doing? They're saying, I'm excited about it because in my free time, I can do that. Right? Or, or the new Star Wars movie just came out. New Avengers movie. New DC movie just came out. Hey, I got to get there and watch it. Sing 2 just came out, right? <laughs> His delight. See, because we're always, we as human beings are always looking to something to fill us up. We all are. Is is that true? Am, am I in church? Uh, are, are we not? We're always looking for something to fill us up. Maybe that cup of coffee in the morning. Oh, I can't. The only thing got me out of bed is, or two, or two. Someone said, or two cups of coffee. His delight. What is your delight? What is the thing, right? It's that new thing that just came out, that new movie, that new, that new car. Oh, if I could just get, I just got this other, if I could just get that new car, Right? His delight, notice this, his delight is in the word of God. He's saying the person that's going to be blessed is the person who delights in what God says. Almost seems impossible to some, right? He said, and in his law, he meditates day and night, meditates day and night. Biblical meditation is pondering and speaking to yourself, almost like you think someone was crazy, like, and you go, what are you doing? He's talking to himself. No, but I'm meditating on the word of God. This book of the law shall not do. Sometimes when I'm studying for a message, I will say the scripture 100 times, 200 times. I'll just say it out. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. I meditate day and night. I meditate from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. In his law he meditates day and night. Lord, my delight is in you. My delight is in your word. My delight is in your plan. Come on, just meditate with me for a minute. My delight is in the word of God. My, my delight is in what God has to say. My delight is in God's plan for my life. In his law, he meditates day and night. Notice what he says. He shall be, would you say he shall be? See, I believe so many times we pray for things and we don't even need to pray for half the things we pray for. It's like when someone says, "My, you know, why I get up and I'll share with finances is not to get more money to the church. I promise you, it's not to get more money to the church. It's to get us in alignment with the word of God. It's just, a, there's so many times someone said, would you pray over my finances? And I'll say, sure, I'll pray over them, but can I ask you a couple questions first? Are you a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ? I am. Do you tithe? Well, I, I'm, I don't tithe. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to share with them to get money from the church. In fact, I want to say, if you don't believe me, tithe somewhere else. The point is not to get, the point is to be in alignment. It would be like someone coming up and say, would you pray for apple trees in my backyard? And me say, okay, I'm going to pray. Hey, wait, before I pray, did you, what am I going to say? Did you plant seed? Well, no. Well, then why would I pray? 
Well, I planted seed four years ago. Did you water the seed? Did you let it have sunlight? See, there's a lot of just principles in the word of God that if you just obey the word, you don't even need to pray about it. Right? Pray for my diabetes, right? Okay, I'll pray for the result of what happened with diabetes. Maybe it runs in your family line. Maybe it's something. But you got to stop eating sugar. No, I just want you to pray for the diabetes. I don't want to. I don't want to do life correction. Somebody know what I mean? I'm, wait, is it okay to get real here today? Yeah, yeah. See, we want to just pray and let pray be the microwave. Quick, quick. God, you fix it. I don't want to do anything about it. But a lot of times, we don't live life that way, right? You wouldn't go to somebody and say, "I need help with this." And then they tell you what to do, and they're like, I don't really want to do that. I just want the results of that. Prayer is not God solving your issues so you don't have to do anything about it. Somebody, amen? That's why we're about to go into 21 days of prayer and fasting starting a week from tomorrow. Why did we say a week from tomorrow? Because I want you to have time to prepare to fast, okay? So that we can really, truly fast to get ourselves in alignment with the, with the Lord in every area of our life. Somebody say amen. Okay, so notice his delight is in the law of the Lord. What's that, what's that new video game that's coming out? What's that new video game, you know? What's that new movie? What's that new this? Social media, his delight is in. What are they saying on Facebook? What are they saying on Instagram? What are they saying on Snapchat? TikTok. What's that new thing? Oh, that's fun. That's what I really enjoy. No, we should really, I'm not saying we, we, God's not trying to take the fun out unless it's perverted. But what he's trying to do is he's trying to say, do you delight in my word? Do you delight in what comes out of my mouth? His delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law he meditates day and night. He'll be like a tree, notice, planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does will prosper. Whatever he does will prosper. I'm going to give you four out of Psalm chapter 1, and I'm going to write this up here just so it's really clear. Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, and here's four Ps, four Peace that I want you to remember, the result of making the word of God your delight. Number one, you'll just see it right out of the scripture. We're going to take a point right out of the scripture. Number one, he shall be like a tree. What is the first P? Planted. Planted. When you make God your delight, you'll become planted. What is the opposite of planted? Wavering. You ever meet that person that they were like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to join MMA. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be an MMA wrestler. And then the next week, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be a, an accountant and I'm going to go do this. And You know, you know what I'm going to do? Oh, I'm, mo- I'm moving to uh, Jamaica, man. That's what I'm doing. I'm really going to move. Oh, you know, I'm giving my I'm going to go do this. I'm gonna... They're always all over the place. They're always telling you what they're going to do, right? But here's what we, we should be able to say. You know what I'm going to do? The will of the Lord. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to listen to the plan and the voice of the Lord, and I'm going to follow through. Come on. How many say, I'm going to listen to the Lord, and I'm going to do what he tells me to do? See, he says he'll be like a tree planted. He's not wavering. He's not always telling you something different, but he's solid. He's planted in the word of God. He's planted in the will of God. 
on solid ground. Number two, he'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water who brings forth fruit. I'm going to put this word plentiful. I love fruit trees because you walk up to a fruit tree and you say, what kind of tree is this? Do you know the fact that you have to ask what kind of tree that is shows that it's not plentiful? (laughs) The fact that you have to ask the tree, hey, what kind of tree is that? What kind of of shows it doesn't have fruit on the tree? When you're plentiful, people aren't questioning what the tree, what kind of tree it is. You walk up and there's like a thousand oranges on the tree. You don't walk up and say, is this some type of apple tree? <laughs> You'd have to be an idiot to, to ask that, right? You walk up to a tree and you see figs. You, you might not know what a fig is, but you, as soon as you know, is that a fig? Well, you realize that's a fig tree. He says here that if you'll make the word of God your delight, you'll be plentiful. You'll be fruitful in your life. In other words, you'll bear, I like what it says, it's fruit in its season. Meaning, God has given you a fruit. Now, I know we all have the fruit of the Spirit, nine gifts of the Spirit, right? Nine fruit of the Spirit and gifts of the Spirit, if you have the Holy Spirit on you. He says, uh, we have the fruit of the Spirit, right? But there's also fruit, there's also something that, that you were born with. Every one of us, God's wired us a certain way. You may be wired to bear oranges. You may be wired to love people. You may be wired to be an encourager. You may be wired to be a giver. You may be wired to be someone who leads people. In fact, if you look in the book of Romans chapter 12, there's there's seven different gifts that he's wired every person, including myself. He's wired every single person, and he's given you certain things in your life, and that's what you do. And you may look at another tree and say, I want to do what that person does. If, If he didn't wire you that way, it won't come as natural as it comes to them. But he's wired you to be something, to do something with your life. Amen? But if you want to do it, fruit doesn't just happen. You hear the saying, stuff happens, right? No, stuff, that's not quite how it goes, right? It's a, something happens, right? Stuff, fruit doesn't just happen. Fruit happens in a plentiful way when your delight is in the word of God. Okay? Okay, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water who brings forth fruit in its season. And then what's the next one? Whose leaf also shall not wither. I'm going to put up the word powerful. Let me tell you why. We always associate powerful with just mighty and strong. But I want to look at this, powerful. (laughs) You ever have your cell phone and it has like, you wake up and you didn't plug it in all the way and it has like, 9% and you're about to go out on your day. Is that a powerful, is it full of power? No, it's empty of power. It's about to run out, right? And so because you didn't charge it and because you didn't keep it attached to the power source all night, it's it's not powerful. It's powerless. It has a lot less power than you need for the day. So what's it going to do? It's going to run out and and you're not going to be able to use its function anymore. It's going to be powerless. Do you know that's what happens to believers whose delight isn't in the word of God is they become powerless. They have power. They have a little bit of power, but their capacity is very low. 
I'll obey the Lord to a certain extent, but, I, but I'm just weak. I feel, in fact, you, if you just talk to him, you'll listen to him. I feel weak. I just feel so weak. Why? What's going on? I just feel attacked. So what's going on? I just feel so, I feel powerless. And I'm not saying that you, you condemn someone. I'm just saying, here's what you do. If someone says, my phone's out of battery, what would you tell them to do? Let's pray over Let's just pray over it. Let's pray over that phone right now. Would you say that? Church, talk to me. Would you say that? No, you wouldn't say that. If someone says, my phone has 8% charge, oh, has 8%, would you say, oh, let's just, let's join hands and pray? What would you do? What would you say? No, you'd say, do you have a charger? Yeah. Does it work? Yeah. Did you plug it in last night? See, because we think so practically but yet with spiritual things, we see it in the word of God. And if someone's powerless and we go, uh, d- d- is your delight in the law of the Lord? Have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit? Are you saved? Are you in the presence of God? Right? There, there are some practical things. I would say we pray too quickly. No, I mean, we, 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 I'm not saying, you know, it, it says in Philippians that be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. But over and over, so we ought to pray. But, and we ought to pray the will of God and the word of God. But I can tell you what we should do, even right along with prayer or even preceding prayer, we need to align ourselves with the word of God. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Okay, listen. Powerful. Someone whose delight is in the law of the Lord. Powerful. His delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law. He meditates. He'll be, read it with me, he'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, planted, plentiful. He says, whose leaf also shall not wither. In other words, you don't just give a piece of fruit that I'm worn out. I'm just so worn out. No, no, no. You're powerful. He says, and whatever he does shall prosper. What do you think my number four is? Listen, 2022, God doesn't determine your year. You do. Joshua 1.8, he said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you'll meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that's written in it. For then, when you do it, then you'll make your way prosperous. Let me tell you, God will not prosper you. You will prosper you. You will put, I'm not saying it's not God. Okay, get, get me straight. You don't, don't quote me on that. Listen, God will not prosper you without you. Then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. He says here that if we delight in the law of the Lord, we'll be planted. Say it with me. We'll be planted, we'll be plentiful, we'll be powerful, and we'll prosper. Does that sound like 2022 to you? No, now let me tell you something about the word of God. God's word cannot not come to pass. So this is guaranteed success. If your 2021 sucked, if your 2021 was a horrible year, or if your 2021 was pretty good, if you want to make 2022 great, you have to... Make do what? what? Somebody tell me. What do you have to do? Not follow God. Of course follow God. But delight yourself in the law of the Lord. In the word of God. And in his law do what? Meditate. What? 
day and night. Meaning, that doesn't mean you can't work and get into conversations and stuff. It just means that in the midst of life, you should always be having a scripture on your mind. You should always have the word of God on your mind and in your mouth. Always. When, when is that? When is always? Now. You should always have a scripture in your mind. Always. When is that? Now. When is that? At dinner tonight? When is that? Before I go to bed? When is that? In the middle of the Netflix program? Because if we always have the word of God in, in us, always, then sometimes we turn off what we're turning off. Sometimes we'd walk away from what we're, what we're in. And if we always have the word of God in our minds and in our mouths, you're guaranteed that you'll be planted, you'll be plentiful, you'll be powerful, and you'll prosper. Say it with me again. You'll be planted, you'll be plentiful, you'll be powerful, and you'll prosper. Say it again. You'll be planted, plentiful, powerful, and you'll prosper. Say it again. You'll be planted, plentiful, powerful, and you'll prosper. Let me read it to you from one more place very quickly. John chapter 15. Jesus said, I want you to see those four things. John chapter 15. John 15. I want to see it in the New Testament. Verses 1 through 8. Look at this. He says here, I am the true vine. In fact, I want you to just uh, uh, say out if you hear any of those things in what Jesus is about to say. Just say it out. I am the true vine and my father's the vine dresser. Well, if he says I'm the true vine, there must be other vines out there. If he says I'm the true vine, there must be other things that are vetting for your vineage or for, for your planting. I'm the true vine. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. Notice the Lord doesn't just talk about abiding in him. He talks about fruitfulness. You know why? The Lord's a result-oriented God. God doesn't care about results. He just wants you to be. No. Why does he keep talking about bearing fruit then? He wants results. He wants fruit. God is not a fruitless God. God wants fruit. He says... Every branch that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it would bear more fruit. Well, he's pruning you because you're not bearing fruit. No, maybe he's pruning you because you're not bearing enough. Have you ever been pruned because you're bearing a little and not enough? And you're like, why are you pruning me? I'm bearing fruit, not enough. Notice he prunes you either way. He either cuts you off or he cuts you down. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, he says, you are already clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. Now, look at this. I'm going to show you these four words right here uh, on this four, uh, one per verse. Listen, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in me, neither, or unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. This right here is verse, what did I just read, four? This right here is verse four. You cannot bear fruit of yourself. Listen, let me tell you, I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how many contacts you have. I don't care what family line you're in. I don't care what your education is. You cannot bear the fruit God wants you to bear unless you abide in Jesus and his word. What does that mean? Plan it. Verse 5, 
He says, if anyone does not abide in me, or no, uh, verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do, what is that? Plentiful. Notice the same four, same four things we see what Jesus said. He's just reiterating Psalms. Verse 5, what is he saying? If you're going to abide in me, you're going to be plentiful. Next verse, if anyone, read it with me, if anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out as a branch and he's withered. What is that? Yeah, he's, not, he's powerless, right? He's withered. He says, he's withered and they gather them and they throw them into the fire and they're burned. What do you do with withered plants and trees? What do you do with them? They're kindling, right? They're, you just, you, you toss them. And what happens to a fruitless Christian? What happens to a powerless Christian? They get burned up. They don't last. Either by the world or by God. I said either by the world or eventually by God. He says here, verse 6, what happens? You lose your power. And then he says in the, uh, in, in the last here, he says, uh, if you abide in me, verse 7, say it with me. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By the way, look at the verse. Look at what it says. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask. What is asking God? It's called prayer. Say prayer. Notice he says, if you're abiding in the word and his word is abiding in you, you'll pray. Well, I have a problem with prayer. You won't if you're abiding in the word. The result of abiding in the word of God is prayer. You will naturally increase your output of prayer if you'll increase your input of the word. You don't have to try to pray. Just put more of the word inside of you. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will pray. That's how you know you're putting enough in. You're praying, right? You know by what comes out of you what's going into you. He says, and in verse, and, and, and the last verse we just read, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you desire. Say what you desire. And it'll be done for you. Well, I call that your prospering. Do you believe that if you ask the things you desire and they're done for you, that that's a prosperous person? Yeah. And he says, notice this, by this, you're happy. No, what did he say? By this, what did he say? By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. You think that you're going to be the only one happy by being fruitful. Do you know that's how you glorify God? Oh, glorify God, I glorify you. You don't if you're not bearing fruit. You can sing all, the, all those words, all those songs. But if you're not bearing fruit, you're not glorifying him. Let's stop praying it and singing it only, should I say. And let's start bearing. Amen? Come on, say these words. Planted. Plentiful. Powerful. Prosperous. And how do we do it? Do we pray for it? No. Do we ask God more? No. What do we do? Delight in the law of the Lord. In his law we meditate day and night. So our target is to have a blessed 2022 year, not for self-indulgence, but to be the blessing God has called us to be. I said to be the blessing that God has called us to be. 
Your blessing is not for you. Your gifts are not for you. Your gifts are for those around you. Right? You don't, if you're a chef, you don't cook food for you. You're like, I love my, I just love my food. Well, eventually that's going to wear out. You're going to, you, you want people to love your food. Why? Because your gifts are for other people. The gifts God's given you in your life, if other people are not receiving the gifts inside of you, eventually you'll stop giving them. So our target is to walk in the blessing of God to a blessed 2022, and the plan how to do it. Well, we got to stay in God's word. It's called a lifestyle. It's like healthcare. That in healthcare, there's preventative care and there's diagnostic care. Some people said, I don't even know there was two kinds of cares. Yeah, this will help. There's preventative care. Do you know that under insurance plans, preventative care a lot of times is just flat out free. Why? Because if you get your preventative care down, then you don't need the diagnostic care, right? Preventative care is no symptoms. Diagnostic care is you have a symptom, so I'm going to need to diagnose it and give you medicine or give you something to do, right? So how do we get God's word inside of our hearts? We get it by preventative care and diagnostic care, symptoms or no symptoms. Uh, general health, we have general health, right? Healthy lifestyle or uh, target specific. I need to, I have a disease or I have something going on and I need to target. We have to have both kinds of areas of that in our physical body. We also have to have that in our spiritual, spiritual life. We can't just wait until there's a problem to run to church. We can't just wait until there's a problem to crack open God's word and begin to meditate it. We have to meditate daily God's word, every day. We have to be intentional with it. So the three ways to be intentional about it are this. Well, just like vitamins, minerals, nutrients, that's not diagnostic care. That's daily. You want to get your vitamins, your minerals, your supplements, and those things. Or there's prescribed care to cure something. So there's three things you have to do to be uh, intentional. One is daily word. Two is targeted word. And three is ears to hear the Lord. Daily word is preventative care. A lot of times we don't value the daily word of God because we don't really need it. We're waiting for the emergency. We're waiting to get sick before we meditate healing scriptures. We don't really need finances right now because maybe we're okay, our job's okay, things are okay. So we don't really meditate the word of God, what he says concerning that because we're okay right now. Well, we have a good family, we have a relationship, we don't have issues, so we don't really need to meditate the Word of God concerning those areas. No, listen, preventative care, we need to meditate. If you have the best marriage in this room, you need to find out what the Word of God says about your marriage and meditate it. If you're the most healthy person in this room, you need to find out what the Word of God says concerning that. If you're a person who's happy and excited, you need to meditate the Word of God on what He's called you to do, what's your next step. What are you supposed to be stepping out into? So there's daily word. Uh, the, way we do, the, the way we do daily word, and I just encourage you, listen, God has not called any person to operate you and God, you and Jesus alone. He's, all, he's called us to run together. We're called the church. We're called the body of Christ. Listen, I have a journal right here. I have a journal right here, and there's a whole table full of journals out there. They're just called a life journal. We changed the plans this year, and they're a little bit more simple 
on the plans. And they, the reason why we change them also is because it also has a kid's plan that uh, coordinates with this. But these journals are $8 or $4 or free. What I mean by that is we're not making money off of these journals. We just bought these from a, a company they have the SOAP, S-O-A-P, inside of them, and they're a reading plan, and we're just, the $8 covers costs and shipping, okay? But if you don't have the money for them, go grab one. We're not trying to take anything from anybody. Go grab one, if you're going to use it, if you're going to use it, okay? Grab one. And open this up, and it has a reading plan that's on the inside. And let me just invite, let me invite you to read the Bible with me. I just... Yesterday, no, two days ago on the 31st, I just finished 364 or five days, however many we had. I just finished reading through the whole Bible once and the New Testament twice. I just finished and journaled and finished completely through, and I, it was hard. I disciplined myself to step up and do it, but let me encourage you. It's the 2nd of January. Read at least a chapter a day, and would you read uh, together? Be, be humble and just read together with one another. I know people say, I have my own reading plan. Well, then do your own reading plan also. But would you, if you're a part of this church, would you read the Bible with me? Let's read together. Uh, right now, we just read Genesis 1 and 2 yesterday and Genesis 3, 4, and 5 today. And then you read one, Luke 1 and 2. Read the Bible. Let's read the Bible together so that we can fellowship together. What does that do? It's like your da daily vitamins and minerals. And then SOAP is scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Uh, don't worry about that right now. But listen, let me tell you, find a verse in your reading. Just open it up. They have a, an express reading plan and a regular reading plan. Just read a chapter a day and go through. Grab the New Testament and start reading a chapter a day along with us. And as we come together, start fellowshipping with other people. Let them know what you read. Let them know what stood out to you. And as you share the word of God and speak the word of God, let me tell you, something will change on the inside. So daily word. Uh, we also have a free bookmark. If you want to grab a bookmark and just throw it in your Bible and use that, you can use that. But I encourage everyone to journal. You know, some people say, I'm not a journaler. Well, start being. I thank God that the, that the people who wrote the Bible were journalers. Because if they just said, I don't really need that. Well, you don't write for yourself all the time. So much of the things I write down are for other people. I'm, in fact, I'm in the middle of a conversation and someone's sharing something and I go, oh, hold on. And I open up my journal and I say, just yesterday, I just read about this and I read them right out of my journal. If I wouldn't have written that, I wouldn't have been able to minister that. Prepare to minister to other people. Uh, daily word uh, or in your bookmark. And then targeted word. What's targeted word? It's it's discipleship. It's finding areas in your life that you need to grow in the Lord. We're going to be starting on the first week of February a total freedom class, but we're also going to be starting discipleship class classes, classes on faith, classes on healing, on the on the Holy Spirit, classes on direction, protection, finances, your life's calling. We're going to have classes that are going to start on February the sixth. Uh, at, at, at 6 o'clock, 6 to 7, right before our Tuesday prayer. Come and start getting the targeted word. Listen to your podcast. Pull up your podcast on Spotify or on, on, um, 
on uh, Apple Music and, uh, and, and listen to the word and get the word in you. And then ears to hear, fasting and prayer. Next week, we're going to all do this together. We're going to fast and pray. Let me just encourage you for next week. Sam, could you come up in your place? Uh, next week, let me encourage you to do this. Prepare to fast. Uh, you can go to memphistabernacle.com and click on resources. And we have some resources there that, uh, that there's different kinds of fasts. There's water fasts where you only drink water. There's, uh, uh, there's uh, Daniel fast, which is uh, like in the book of Daniel, chapter 10, where they just ate fruits and vegetables and whole foods and things like that. Uh, there's different kinds of fast. Whatever you're supposed to fast. I know some people say there's, you know, there's media fast, there's all these, and there are those fasts. But can I encourage you to fast food? You said, you don't have to encourage me to fast food. I love fast food. No, no, to fast food, to fast food. <laughs> Why? Because there's something about when someone takes away your food that you get hungry and mean and hangry sometimes. Why? Because you become empty. And empty can make you hungry, but can, it can also make you desperate. I just have in me this morning as we close here a strong desire that every one of us at our church, I wish every person were here today, but that every person at Memphis Tabernacle would have a blessed 2022 because I know it's possible. Can we dedicate this year to the Lord? Come on, just do it. Open up your heart. Say, God, I give you 2022. God, help me to meditate your word. Just pray right now. God, help me to meditate your word day and night. Help me to make it my delight. Lord, I only want what you have for me. I only want your plan. God, help me to be planted, plentiful, powerful, prosperous, so that I can be a blessing and a light in the hands and feet of Jesus to this world, I pray. And Father, I pray over every person in this room right now. Just receive it, would you? I pray over every person in this room right now, those that are discouraged, those that are hurting, those that are bitter, those that are frustrated. Because when the Word of God hits us, sometimes it affects. As the Word of God goes in, sometimes stuff comes out. And I pray, Lord, no matter what the emotion is, I pray that we would be humble to the Word of God. And I pray, Lord, that we would allow the, the powerful but yet gentle Word of God to come inside of us and to clean us. As you said right there in John 15, you're clean because of the words. Clean us up. Would you pray that with me? Clean my heart from the contamination of the world. Clean my heart from all of my own agendas Maybe for some, <laughs> the Lord's maybe asking you just to take your 2022 plan, which you already have, and just rip it up <laughs> or start over. But Lord, I want to make room for you, as this song says. I want to make room for you, Lord. I don't want to crowd your plan with my plans. 
I open my heart to you today. In Jesus' name. Come on, tell him right now. I open my heart to you today. In Jesus' name. I open my heart to you today. Can we worship him today now with our mouths? Lord, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. <laughs> oh, I worship you. I worship you today. Jesus, I surrender to your will today. Church, open your hearts. Jesus, I surrender to your will today. Jesus, I surrender to your will today. You have my heart, you have my heart. You have my life, you have my life. Take 2022 and make it a year for you, Lord. We love you today, we love you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And if you did, I'd like to ask you to subscribe to our show. That way, the most recent episode will always be in your feed, ready when you are. God bless you, and I'll see you next time on the Memphis Tabernacle Podcast.